0: Nobody asked for this conversation to continue between Aaron Wong and Brandon Hutchins. Nobody asked for their unsolicited opinions about music. Nobody asked them to re-record their introduction. But here we are. So, I will continue to correct them. Mass. A little while back, friend of the podcast, Mark Stedman, invited Brendan to participate in his new podcast called List Envy, in their episode, they tried to determine the top five pop-punk bands of the 2000s. In this mini-series, we'll be following Brendan and Aaron as Aaron listens to the episode of List Envy for the first time to give his reactions to the discussion. These episodes are best digested if you've already heard that episode of Mark's podcast, so we recommend you check out that episode of List Envy before diving in here.
1: We're going to listen to List Envy, a podcast by Mark Stedman, that, uh, that he he has a guest on each episode to talk about uh, like ma- building a um, high fidelity-esque top five some random topic. And he had me on to talk about pop punk bands because he thinks that I'm a big fan of pop punk bands. And <laughs> it was hella fun. But I know that you're going to be really upset with me. And so I thought it'd be fun if we listened to it together in your typical (laughs) fashion yell when you get upset and uh you know we go from there. or like you can like say stop or okay whatever or or just talk over it yeah i feel like
2: all time desert island top five yes so most horrible breakups in chronological order are (laughs) as follows
1: exactly uh it's supposed to be like the canonical list of the of the top five pop punk bands like if you think of pop punk the first five buttons that like come to mind are
2: wasn't it kind of thing, but between the years of 2000 and 2010 specifically, correct? Correct. Okay. Of the decade. Right. Okay. Right. I don't have any research implements in front of me, but Mm -hmm. I guess this this is just an emotional reaction. Yes,
1: exactly. (laughs) Precisely. Yeah. If you're looking things up, you're doing it wrong. Are you ready?
2: Uh, yes. Now that I'm aware that there are rules, apparently
1: (laughs) (laughs) the second rule is there are no rules.
2: Oh boy, that's going to really complicate the first rule where there is a rule. In high school,
1: uh, my friends and I were super obsessed with the record label drive-through records because I will just remind you that you're very American. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> I just wanted God. to make you aware of your Americanness. Oh, in case I forgot. <laughs> oh man, no, I I mean, it's I'm, nothing to be ashamed of. Some of my best <laughs> friends are American.
1: Oh, Mark, for
3: this quip, dude, Stedman always has great music. Yeah, Welcome podcasts. to List N V, the podcast where I collaborate with a guest on a top five list. I'm Mark Steadman. This week's list is pop punk bands of the 2000s. And building it with me is musician, podcaster, and the man behind the podcast advocate network, Brendan Hutchins. Hey, that's all, that's
1: all me. That's all the things. I'm here and I'd love to talk about pop, pop punk bands because uh, I have a podcast where I'm supposed to do that and I don't. <laughs> and so I have a different podcast where I actually talk about it. Yeah, you sort of get distracted, I guess, don't you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um why do you love pop punk so much mm, um good question way to way to start off the, the podcast with a great question mm-hmm. about the topic mm-hmm. at hand mm-hmm. and i'm just mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm vamping because um No, i, mean, I can tell is, you've got answers yes pop punk is great it's fun it's it's energetic it's mm-hmm. uh it, it reminds me of my youth because that's when i actually like shaking it. your head no for um, it. you're just full of fucking <laughs> lies <laughs> yeah, at this point well,
2: well we'll get on to me in a bit um it's okay, not about, lies. Me, it's about you <laughs>
1: oh yeah um, lies,
2: i'm the guest you the, you you as you're listening back you're just like shaking your head like i'm so full of shit oh 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 yes
1: i'm laughing at myself because i sound ridiculous um but and and because i just did not know what to say i was like uh thinking to come on the podcast to talk about pop punk dance and not myself and um <laughs> so
2: i, I was done for the loop i this is (laughs) Brendan these are the softball questions to warm you up for the podcast and you are you're dying on the first step of the hill buddy you're just like I wasn't prepared for this who the fuck cares agreed
1: well, yeah, I'm I'm curious about the the punk versus pop punk, like how mm. how I feel like it's porn I feel like it's 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 very much like porn, and and we'll we'll know it when we see it,
3: Brendan. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, uh, why why not let's talk about out. a note of um, pornography? Um, well, let's talk <laughs> what about we throw out because we we in order to define something, part of mm-hmm. what we need to do is is, is talk about what it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, now. This is a little bit difficult because there are quite a lot of bands here that started there are some that actually began or formed in the eighties, mm-hmm. but they didn't necessarily come to prominence until
1: oh, sort of the yeah. early two thousands. Oh, okay. I hmm. did not I did not specifically look at for like what year they started, mm, but no. more like what years were they were active during during the two thousands is.
3: Yeah. I, I tried to look at um, bands who who had sort
1: of seminal or otherwise important albums during yeah. that period yeah um, same but thing actually yeah. uh, looking at looking at my top 10 list uh none of the bands i mean all of the bands started but probably in the early uh, or maybe even before 2000 but they were prominent in 2000 to 2005 so mm-hmm. none of them started after 2005 for sure okay i suspect there <laughs> That's is it's gonna get me in trouble uh,
3: <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's going to get you in trouble. I think what's going to happen is there's not going to be necessarily a lot of crossover. Um, oh no, because, I don't think there is, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think there's just going to be a lot of me going,
1: huh?
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go and research on, so those. Stedman, okay. Stedman Stedman thinks th- that you're the expert on this. Uh huh. <laughs> he does. He does. Okay, think. but he's just pulling in bands that he he thinks is a, is a good talking point. Not necessarily right. that. Got it. Got it. Got it. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like he he was a fan, but he he's, thinks that I mean I he's have talking more about excited. bands
2: that formed in the eighties, so like Bad Religion and shit. Uh, that didn't. I'm come sure up. I'll find out, but right because <clears> that been yeah. They're more punk punk, but, yeah. punk right? but yes, things like that where they'd started in the nineties. Or you know, do we consider Rancid to be but Does Stedman consider Rancid to be a pop punk band because they you know or Green Day because even though they're gutter punk or whatever, mm-hmm. they were popular during right. They like sold records. They made right. money. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This will this will develop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> honorable mentions: uh, Bowling for Soup. Yeah, fantastic! I oh, mean, their, their live show is incredible. Yeah, they're um, great live. My Chemical yeah. Romance. My chemical Ke- is- didn't <gasps>
3: make it. That only makes an honorable mention. Um, just, right. a because- yeah. <laughs> just a surprise, Stedman. Yeah, just because.
2: Because why? Are you kidding me? Three cheers for Sweet Revenge! Yeah, that that whole album. Has just great. banger after banger on it, right? Oh, yeah, I'm not okay, and that's that's their that's where their meteoric rise to fame mm-hmm. started because the album mm-hmm. before with the fucking mirror on it or whatever, nobody gave a shit about, right? And then Black Parade comes out in 2008, 2006, something like
0: that. Black Parade was released on October 23rd, 2006. The album released before Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge is titled I Brought You My Bullets. You brought me your love.
2: And Jesus Christ, right. you, you couldn't you couldn't get away from it. Right. And they're just an honorable mention. Well, you can only have five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be arguing with myself, try to predict what's about <laughs> to come up more than I am gonna be mad at you for what you've <laughs> said, probably. But yeah, I, I think This I, is hard.
1: It is really hard. I would say top ten, but I'd like uh I mean as I talk about in just a sec. I mean, they're a little bit gothy, a little emo. Uh,
2: to be, I see. Yeah, you got you got to You got to be quite punk. semantic on this. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you're you're talking about much like the drive-through records, the you know the the right. frosted, bleached t- tips, and the fucking Hollister shirts and right. like shit like that. I, okay. 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 You're going for it, a very what you canonically specific, think of as pop punk. Right, right. So mm, like, if yeah. My Chemical Romance is disqualified, then like Alkaline Trio would be disqualified, or AFI would be disqualified. Exactly. That's
1: I got it. I got well. it. I got it. Okay. For the same reason. Yep. Got it. It Was um, a little too you know, not not gothy, but like maybe not quite like I wouldn't call it necessarily pop punk. I would call it something right. more emo, pop emo. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Ah, pop emo is exactly okay. What it is. Um, <gasps> plus forty four <gasps> was actually active in the 2000 thousandsies, which is interesting. That's uh, my <laughs> first what? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's your area code. Of course, it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I think it was. It's honorable nice. to mention it at least. Good, yeah, I Nothing joke. against it. Uh, <laughs> Avril Lavigne because yeah, she was yeah. like Very, very pop. Uh, but also you know had the punk.
2: Um, and if we're gonna talk about
3: was it a phase? <laughs>
2: um, you know Look, what, dude? She just dropped two singles this year. Nobody knows. So yeah, yeah she was a phase. Yeah, it was a phase. They she really- peaked at Girlfriend, which is a fucking great song. But it was that whole Let Go album? <laughs> I remember uh, everybody in high school had that album. Mm-hmm. Every every mm-hmm. single one in our friends group Certainly had that album, right? Absolutely Yeah uh, Yeah, one of the singles that she just did with uh, Most people dressed like her for a while Most of the theater kids dressed like Avril Lavigne At one point or another <laughs> Yeah, for sure um,
1: God damn it I just knew what this song was uh, I'm gonna look up uh, Avril Skater Boy? No Is it off the first album or? Um, a recent single that just came out Oh, it's terrible. No, it's actually really good. Really? It's a different one that you're not thinking of. Oh,
2: I yeah, yeah, yeah. it's from, it's from a year or two ago, right? Not the, the she literally like a couple weeks ago released something. And man, it's just slow and boring and super stadium rocky. Like there's no substance to it. It's just sort of right. noise. Well, her it's new really stuff,
1: boring. Oh, Grey. Grey is the is the group and she was a featured singer on it called wings clipped and it's really fucking good
2: yeah yeah yeah. you've talked about that i, rem- I remember that mm. um but yeah her new album is all about
1: her battle with um not fibro but lyme disease
2: lyme disease yeah yeah
1: and uh yeah that would be but as
2: someone up. with fibromyalgia it's it's highly relatable right right yeah yeah uh same thing
1: just without the bug bite more or less. <laughs> i mean not, not really I sorry to anybody that offends. Same,
2: same symptoms, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same challenges, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. Actually, definitely hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, her, her, she has. She's been putting out some new stuff, and some of it is actually really good. <laughs> okay. uh So, Boxcar Racer is also uh, another blink yes that was honorable mention. Then. I um, personally love it, but uh, honorable mention. Charlie okay, XCX. Okay. Could be considered pop punk. Me first and the gimme gimme's. Me because first. That, ooh, very good honorable mention. Hilarious yeah. name. Um
3: very good. now you see I put them in 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 what we would call what I would call ska punk.
2: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, messed, um, goldfinger, with the likes of, me first. Um, yeah, but it's also yeah. very poppy. Wait, 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 wait. You think messed is ska? Yeah, dude. What's the Dilio? Like those first two albums before the self-titled album. This break. S- I mean, there's that there's that mm, get mm, get mm, well, get yeah, uh, sure. get, mm, get just like goldfinger just you know, right a lot of it was show off has the same thing like it was the style at the time
1: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> it, it was it was. Know, it was i
1: agree i agree i just don't think of it as scott unless it has brass oh yeah
2: the, uh, if you that that is a straight up ska riff like classic right. ska guitar riff so yeah, okay cool
1: yes oh yeah yeah and yeah it's very, it's very poppy and i you know obviously it's a it's a cover band so yeah yeah uh let's see motion city soundtrack oh, has to God, be mentioned so
2: good mm-hmm.
1: uh they're fantastic just solid uh, let's see you can the on, disco pause it. Can pause it, pause it, super
2: popular just the just the thing to say about <laughs> motion city I, mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna preach about all these on mentions they yeah they're so good motion city like kind of always a bride made, never a bride sort of a deal like yep just i like the red dress oh my (laughs) just completely (laughs) solid band through and through yeah so many good songs so consistent album to album yeah but like always ended up opening for blink like never was Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. a headliner and fuck dude they're so good they're so solid Mm -hmm. their ear their earworms their hooks are just like all the way back to like fucking capital H. Yeah. You know, uh, and like even dinosaur life and, and all the news, you know, all the newer stuff. They haven't made music in a while, but right. It just, just, yeah, dude, super solid band. Understand why they don't break top five, but have have to give them, (laughs) have to give them respect. (laughs) Yeah. They have to give them respect. That is their trope. That's sad.
1: (laughs) I don't know if it really gets into the punk area as much. It's, more emo yeah it's
3: possibly a bit more emo yeah.
1: yeah 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 uh i know you know the play went tease, uh mm. and you're not <laughs> him, Delilah, only
2: only because <laughs> they're a part of the cultural moment i, I like right? the hey, song. Delilah i just, just think shot yeah, yeah no, no we,
1: we yeah. won't really let's get fine but they're yeah. not <laughs> uh, let's see something corporate love them deserves a mention yeah their name came up a lot and i I'd never heard of them yeah they were, they were good what? stuff and
2: <laughs> yeah he's steadman uh, never heard well so I uh, yeah. you know the uh the spoilers that Stedman wasn't a drive through records guy uh, but something corporate was i mean one of their most popular bands one of the one of the six bands that was stolen from geffen records right or that mm-hmm. geffen records stole from drive through like mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. popular they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they the, geffen took uh the top earners from drive through records and just stole them and signed them to geffen right something corporate Newfound glory uh uh shit um,
0: starting Line. Hmm. Uh, there were more. I can't remember them, but. MCA was the original parent company of the indie label Drive Through Records. When Geffen Records absorbed MCA in 2003, it took four bands from the Drive Through Records roster Something Corporate, The Starting Line, Newfound Glory, and Finch. Aaron is confusing two more bands with that incident, which brings his total to six Midtown and Census Fail. Midtown signed with Columbia Records to release Forget What You Know in 2004. And since this failed release, Let It Unfold You on Vagrant Records in 2004 after being signed to Drive Through in 2002. Yeah, man. Yeah, I
2: don't know. And one of the most popular bands. Never heard of it, huh? Mm, guess not. Guess not. They didn't as well, as much. Yeah. This is also hard because you and I went to high school together. We did, yes. <laughs> so yeah. our... Um... Our, ours you know we we're absolutely uh, going to have overlap our, on all yeah, the bands our meter our <laughs> meter for the zeitgeist is probably like what you didn't hear about that everybody heard about that <laughs> right you don't know Everclear's from portland everybody knows that <laughs> yeah, exactly
1: and wakefield oh, uh, I love wakefield the mm-hmm. lesser known but a spinoff of good charlotte and they had i think two albums First album, yeah, American first made, album is
2: the fantastic. Fuck, every other mm-hmm, song mm-hmm, was like
1: <laughs> a definitive pop punk song, but mm-hmm. it was only every other. And then they other got song. real Yellow so, Submarine
2: uh, with and it. Then yellow Card. <clears throat> oh, actually, Yellow Card. Reaser, okay, I, I
1: put in my honorable mentions because they're huge. Mm-hmm. They're not really pop punk. I don't know if I really feel like they're pop punk. Yeah, but I think it, would an certainly an go on tour with
2: a lot of the bands on this list. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah i
3: i, I did uh, think about that and I'll i think one more
2: time i think it is shocking the difference between you and me when it comes to yellow card yeah i would i i would make a case for a yellow card to be in the top five dude they mm-hmm. were everywhere to me they did a cover of michelle branches <laughs> everywhere uh you know I, I ocean gotcha. avenue ocean avenue was oh, yeah. one of the biggest sure. albums of that decade they were on mtv they were doing all this shit dude uh they were able to release three mediocre albums after that and still have like, just like (laughs) insane amounts of success. Yeah. What a way to uh, qualify somebody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They succeeded despite their, you know, uh, no, but you know, Ryan keys, the lead singer of yellow card is Ryan key, not Ryan keys. Obviously.
2: he's a great songwriter, dude. Like, you know, and, like, there was no other sound like them. They lost it for a while because, uh, shit, I forget his name. I forget the violin player's name.
0: The violin player of Yellow Card is Sean Mackin.
2: But, you know, he wanted to He wanted to try all these electric sounds. He wanted to try mm-hmm. putting distortion and all. It's like that was never the goal of the band. The band should have always been a pop-punk band with a clean, fucking, beautifully recorded violin Mm-hmm. And it was and it was fucking amazing. It was like it was. nothing else, man. It was really. Cool. I, I I would. Didn't I would. Grab me though. I would. I know. It's huh. which is. Can't we? You know. Thank God mm. we don't agree on everything. Yes, exactly. We're but I, I I would certainly make a case for them to be on the on the Rushmore, so to speak.
1: Rushmore plus one.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, and then I have uh, I have a short list of of. Bands that I feel like might be just a little bit too punk to be in the pop punk oh, category. Side of the spectrum now. Okay. okay. Um, no Effects. Yep. The Descendants. Yep. Jawbreaker. Yep. No Use for a Name and Offspring. Newfin. I forgot about offspring. Newfin. That last one is interesting.
3: Yeah. Wh- 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 why is that? Because I tweed. I think I only discarded the Offspring or, or Offspring or the brackets of the Offspring. Fuck dude. Because of um thinking about timing because most of the sort of seminal albums were late nineties. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, those, mm-hmm. the, the real Americana kind of, was 99. Mm-hmm. I think Just if you think mm-hmm. of, Sounds
0: right. Americana was released on November 17th, 1998.
3: Because I think otherwise I would have absolutely have put them in. Um it oh, doesn't okay. have that kind of that kind of thing we're talking about necessarily because they were a bit more playful, I guess. Yeah. In in a lot of ways. Or they got more playful. They got a bit more sort of silly and jokey and yeah. uh referency. Um but mm, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean it's it's out it's out on, on yeah, a number exactly. of grounds anyway, but I, I uh, it it's it's interesting that it's uh,
1: an honorable. That was mention clearly on his list yeah. and he oh, has I was to actually be thinking convinced. About yep. might not be might not have been active time zone that we're talking about. Okay. So I should actually just veto them anyway, um, but but if if they weren't too punk, No Effects and Descendants would absolutely be in my list. If if you have a, a, a thought on that, because I actually have a couple of my top ten that I could <laughs> I could pop out of my top ten pretty easily. <laughs> sure, okay. Descendants, well, yeah. Man. I think
3: I think No Effects so, possibly uh, on the slightly so, yeah. harder scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see let's see where we end up. Um. Mm-hmm. I've got some that I I kind of like to make a case for but I'm not going to lose sleep Or it's not they're, mm-hmm. they're not hills I'm going to die on um but I kind of wanted to raise the flag for for the UK and an Ireland uh, I think it might be Northern Ireland actually mm-hmm. um in, in with with three bands in particular uh the fratellis yeah mm, don't know Scottish band um okay. they might a, they're know a a some called they're Chelsea a Dagger band, they're not a punk band. um yeah, that no, goes do, do 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 do
0: do yeah. do, 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 oh, yes, do, do, do 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 the song by the Fratellis that Mark is singing is titled "Chelsea Dagger."
3: I feel like hey ben, it's something that would be played at baseball in games decade. or something. <laughs> yeah, American football
1: games. <laughs> yeah, Not
3: it's that amazing. that's something you frequently
1: attend, but you know, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that you can uh, the three notes from a pop mm. song, and I can actually know <laughs> what song yep. it is. Yep. <laughs> well, that's Ash. how influential mm, they are, nope, dude.
3: That's know. how great they ah, are. Interesting. Hey, oh, sure. okay. I think I think you'd like it. Fratellis would be like <laughs> uh, um, right, I, would be in like
2: in- Weezer to me. Oh, interesting. They're more—they're oh, okay, more, okay. more of a straightforward rock band than they are punk, that makes sense. so to speak. Ash, I don't know. I've never heard of that. My to
3: listen to list. On yes, to yeah, I do. Um, nineteen seventy-seven is possibly. I think. I think the part of the problem here is I think we are we, we edge out of their sort of most important work, if you like. Uh, is possibly too early because nineteen seventy-seven was their sort of seminal album, and then Free All Angels is lovely, and I think. I, in fact, I'm, I'm certain that is uh, too early. Um, the the last one is feeder. Mm, also, don't know. Don't know that. She got a brand new yeah. car. Looks like a Jaguar. No, nope. got nope. leather seats. Got a CD player. No you click. must know that nope. one. I don't. I don't. Uh, okay. Solidarity, right. man. Right. I, I do know not know <laughs> it. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I'm Jaguar. certain you, you'll know the song Jaguar. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, I, I could I could quite happily make a case for that. Um, a few others i've got so there're a couple that i kind of and so th- those are your honorables those are my well those are the ones that i kind of wanted to i guess they are honorable like I, yeah just kind of maybe give them give them a little a little boost um i haven't built a definitive long list and a short list well yeah that's what the podcast um, because is because i was quite aware that that <laughs> things are going to be quite different um sure why don't i actually just run you down my long list it's only I don't yeah. know eighteen items, so it's not yeah, that much. Oh, go for it! So you can you can sort of you can tell me where where you're going to pull the pull pull the ripcord. Wait,
2: wait, sorry, stop, stop. Out. stop, Yeah, he goes fast. It, so
1: he's gonna he's gonna list in different bands that all, all, aren't
2: in the top five. Th- these are all his like uh, just the list that he thought of.
1: Yeah, this is this is his his main list. This is his to tool. pick from. Okay, yeah, okay.
3: Oh boy, My Chemical Romance, Sum 41, Green Day, Papa Roach, Good Charlotte, Jimmy World,
2: All American. Papa Roach? <laughs> yeah. They're like a new metal band. <laughs> yeah. Blood Brothers, keep it real till the end. That's not that's not, I mean, certainly they're around in those at the same time, but oh right. all, I just heard rejects, which makes me think all American rejects, which yep. I love that band. So
3: Absolutely. It's Paramore, Fountains yep. of Wayne.
2: Panic Fountains at the disco of Wayne, but- Fountains of Wayne. Just one song. Doesn't deserve <laughs> the Pantheon. <laughs> <laughs> one yeah. song. Yep
3: oling for soup three doors down and then the other three that i mentioned
2: uh, again UK. three uh, doors down gonna immediately disqualify a rock, rock band. band yeah rock band rock band yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah i, I, I think mm-hmm. of, i think i know all those bands yeah uh, I thought you <laughs> <would>. <laughs> some are some are on my list some are on my honorables so yeah excellent yeah okay um there's a there's a, a few that
3: i i have discarded just because <laughs> the the, the so for, although it felt very much like it did, but it just doesn't quite. Oh, we see. should we should have done late. We should have done like nineteen ninety five to two thousand and five or something, because uh, then yeah, we would yeah, have yeah, really yeah. we would have really captured it. But uh, all right, well, uh, uh, let's hear a few from you that you think I really want these to be in the final list. We'll we'll get to your absolute must have essentials, uh
1: but let's let's have a look at sort of what's the the fallback position. So yeah, the 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 bottom half of my top five or top ten, uh, I'd say starting line oh what? PX, what
2: what Cult, no, hold on. <laughs> what Boy, hold on hold on starting and, line is the bottom uh, the of your top 10 <laughs> are you kidding me here nope. i can oh I, I, how 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 how, how, oh. how can you have been in that scene at that time and not known <laughs> the vast influence <laughs> that band had uh, 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 school me I don't know I don't know that I don't know either dude
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Who did the influence?
2: Shit I, 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 <laughs> I'm like having an aneurysm uh, <laughs> Take a breath uh, Okay say it like you mean it uh-huh. Just that album by itself mm-hmm. Is probably Fuck dude That's a masterclass class In a pop punk album That has every single element Of sure. what makes of what made those albums great, right? Mm-hmm. not only the, the super clean sound, uh, Kenny's just fucking beautiful vocals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not only that,
0: uh, he was younger than everybody else. He was signed mm-hmm. in the band when he was mm-hmm. 15, mm-hmm. 16, something like that. Yeah. Kenny Vasily joined the starting line at the age of 14. The band signed with drive through in April of 2001, a month shy of Vasily's 17th birthday
2: on top of that some of the best pop punk lyrics around are on that album okay god damn uh <laughs> and and continued honestly uh the the make yourself at Home EP uh did was like the perfect follow up cuz we were we just all you know dashboard got a full band sound and, and we just really needed that acoustic hole filled mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. uh they recorded
2: know. yeah yeah and then um uh oh shit what's the next album with bedroom talk on it um fuck <laughs> well that album didn't click with me at first because it was so different than uh say it like you mean it but it was funny cuz years afterwards you actually started listening to that album and you told oh oh uh, making a movie or something like that
0: the correct name of the album is based on a true story
2: yeah 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 but you're the one Who was like Dude I went back And I listened to this album and it's actually really fucking good Yeah Yeah See you later But And,
1: and it's in my fucking top ten
2: I know uh, But yeah. uh. Okay, okay. There's a lot of I, bands. There's a lot of really good pop-punk bands. I, I know, I know, man. Okay, hold on. So if I'm, <laughs> if I'm not full of shit already, Yellow Card is in my top five, and Starting Liner in my top five, and I can already think of two bands off the top of my head that are in my top five, so it only leads one more thing for me to really give you shit about. <laughs> I'm going to run out of space real fast. <laughs> yeah, okay. fills up quick.
3: Fuck. In the final list, we'll, we'll get to your absolute must-have essentials.
1: Uh, but let's let's have a look at sort of what's the the fallback position. So yeah, the 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 bottom half of my top five or top ten, uh, I'd say starting line, MXPX, Sugar Fuck,
2: Cult. dude. This is hard. <laughs> I can make great cases for all these bands. MXPX certainly been around forever and ever yeah. and ever. Influenced every other band on this list, right? Sure. Now yeah, so I was I wasn't into them during that time right jason tate would probably have a lot to say about this as a longtime mxpx fan yeah but uh fuck dude it, even mm-hmm. i had ever passing moment like mm-hmm. responsibility's mm-hmm. a great track
0: that was 2001 2002 something like that the ever passing moment was released on may 16th 2000
2: so fuck fuck this is hard okay and then sugar cult mm-hmm. god damn i love sugar cult mm-hmm. Uh, what? And I can absolutely argue them being in a top five because they were on like every fucking teen movie soundtrack. You know what I mean? They were on the American Pies and mm-hmm, the Van Wilders mm-hmm, and all that mm-hmm. shit. Like Van Wilder specifically had "Bounce Off the Walls." I think.
0: Okay. Sugar Colt's music had a fair share of coverage in the 2000s. The band was found in media, including movies, television, and video games. The song "Bouncing Off the Walls" was featured on the premiere episode of the TV show 24 as well as the movie's old school and national lampoons van wilder
2: right and i remember the album version or i remember the demo version that was floating around the internet right yeah uh, had what yeah, yeah. w- was a different, different. Yeah. yeah yeah it had different lyrics and uh, uh and the van wilder recording added a guitar solo and shit to it dude oh my god my brain is flooding I love that when when we find different
1: versions of the same song uh, I'd love yeah yeah and different and demos and stuff uh, like that it was so great
0: the song bouncing off the walls had at least three different versions the self-release album wrap me up in plastic has a slower tempo than the album versions from start static the version from the movie Van Wilder changed the guitar solo after the second chorus
2: it was it was truly beautiful um damn sugar cult. It uh this is what's this is inherently what's (laughs) hard about this thing, I think, is like you have to consider so much more than your personal preference, what than what was just the soundtrack to your high school, right? Like sugar cult was successful. Yeah, right. Like everybody knew them and everybody loved that fucking song. Like you could probably make the same case for like American Hi-Fi, right? Right. They had one song, it was fine, but everybody fucking knew that song. Right, of course. And there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is this is tough. This is getting <laughs> really hard. Okay, so I think I know what you're saying with starting line only because although they were absolutely the best representation of that genre, they didn't have the same breakout success as everybody else had. Even though they were signed to Geffen. Right. Even though Geffen stole them. Okay, okay. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'm so excited.
1: Thanks for listening. New announcements and as always, outtakes are at the end of the credits. Naft is me, Brendan Hutchins, Aaron Wong, and corrections performed by David Callison. Find David's podcast at the sound and the story dot show. Aaron can be found wandering around LA or like just call him sometime. He misses you. He's in the band downtown at downtown is And a link to their album on Spotify is in the show notes. I just released my first single, Fall Fast, and it's on all the streaming platforms, and a link is also in the show notes. Also, I started a new podcast called Singing to My Girlfriend, Hi Margaret, found wherever you get podcasts. Send a tweet or Insta at naftpod, and tell us how wrong I was on List Envy, or what your top five pop punk bands would have been. We'll have another episode in two-ish weeks. Talk at you
2: then. No, no. If I if I shout too much, uh, it actually <laughs> clips. It, it actually clips your audio and mm. the incoming audio. So when I start uh, shouting, yes. it I yeah I actually shout you don't even get it so. anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, just like if I were really yelling. <laughs> the ever passing moment. Come on, guys. Even the corrections need correcting. All right. The Ever Passing Moment was released on May 16, 2000.